Welcome back to $2 Creature Feature, an actual play Monster of the Week podcast with Q-Times. I am your host and keeper of mysteries, Mr. Ray, and with me today I have my same wonderful cast. Cast, would y'all like to introduce yourselves? Hi, I am Laura Sheher. I play Tammy Jo Marple, also Sheher, the mundane. And uh, boy, you all are in for something special today, both because there's some fun about to happen in-game, and also we're Recording early today, which means we got started early, which means we've spent over an hour bullshitting. And mm-hmm. boy, is the energy um, present. <laughs> boy, is the energy. And by today, we mean six months from when we're actually recording. <laughs> so we've been sitting on this amazing episode yeah. for like at least six months. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. let's go ahead and date it. Uh, it is currently 1116 Central Time AM. On December 10th, 2002. Never so. date yourself, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, that's whatever you could find happiness. Look, th- there are a lot worse people to date. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Thanks, Laura. Oh, oh, boy. The real. Okay. Hi. Hi. I'm Megan. She, her. I play Zelda Wardwell. Also, she, her. The flake from a family of chosen. And Zelda's ready. She She's ready. Let's let's do this. Let's Let's get things done. Oh, no. I'm worried. Yeah, and, and joining us from Warner Brothers Studios is uh, uh, Bugs Bunny, uh, formerly Eric uh, Asherin, <laughs> uh, the Crooked. Uh, I'm Nye. I, I play I play both characters, uh, but mostly Eric. Eric's the main one, and we both use he/him pronouns. And he has had a doozy of a like hour, uh, <laughs> like a proper like wow doozy kind of an hour. <laughs> So yeah, I, I don't even want to give context for it. You'll just have to, again, if you are that same amazing person that's just jumping in at random episodes to see if we're good or not, uh, first off, you know, thumbs up to that. Second off, please just start from the start. You don't have to continue being a maverick. You'll be loved either way. <laughs> You could start with just like season two, just season two, episode one. Like you don't need to listen to season one. You can after, but like I highly recommend like listen to season two, then go back, like see where we see where we are and then see where we came from. And you'll be like, oh, hey, they did good. <laughs> I hope that's what they say. A, a quarter of the cast isn't doing a weird, corny British accent, even though they are from the UK. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello there. <laughs> yeah yeah the person who does the most offensive british accent is the person who's actually you know from the british Island. yes of course yes hello yes oh boy yeah so if you've ever listened to our show and wondered what if this was just 75 percent of the cast is just powered by caffeine and then nye is in like the prime time to to be awake and you know oh yeah yeah <laughs> That's, that's what you're gonna get with this episode is you know we woke up early and recorded and yeah it's gonna be fun I it's gonna not, be great i didn't have to wake up early nah. all right so yeah i'm mr ray as i said keep your mysteries which means that i'm gonna be playing the world around these characters so you know you're you're gonna see me playing all different sorts my pronouns are gonna be all over the place but that's okay we accept that sort of thing so last time eric turned into a jackalope after he had the first dream, congratulations! Yeah, yeah. you're you're now level one. You're so level one. good for you. Yeah, that's great. I'm now in Wallace and Gromit's a curse of a were rabbit. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh. My favorite movie of all time. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> so then Eric woke up and he woke up and he was a jackalope, right? Yeah. Am I remembering that? Yeah. And then he was like, okay, I got to get out of here. So he used his shapeshift ability to turn into a gecko a a or a fly. A, a, a fly, a yeah. fly. Yeah. yeah he, he, he didn't get the great role, so he turned into like a mishmash of a gecko and a fly. Some would say that's better than turning into a gecko or a fly. I get the best of both worlds, except I've got to eat my own kin. Uh, <laughs> God. I'm, I'm really amazed if you can find your own kin, to be honest. I was meaning as a gecko, I eat flies, but I'm oh, a fly oh. gecko, so I've got to eat flies. So I'm basically half cannibalist. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, I get that. Like most flies. Yeah, oh yeah. I d don't look into the fly lifestyles. It, it'll, it'll, it's like complete horror stuff there. Anyways, so yeah, he discovered that he was in the cabin that we'd seen earlier from Rockwell and Silas using. He saw that Arnold Friend was there reading a newspaper and he beelined it out of there and then he turned into a jackalope again and ran off as quick as he could flies it out of there i'm not a bee oh, did I'm you a fly, fly. no because you said i beelined i didn't beeline i fly lined or glide line oh there we go is is this what it's like talking to me yes <laughs> All the time. Uh, so um yeah then tammy joe and zelda talked to merlin Zelda and Merlin did not get along great. Mm. Zelda enchanted uh, Tammy Joe's gun. And uh, if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. <laughs> I forgot because about that. Oh, God. Yeah. So, sorry. Right. It wasn't a perfect role. <laughs> there was a side effect. <laughs> I, I like that it plays uh, in a Barbie world when you, you take it out. <laughs> oh, that's so, so much better. Why didn't I do that? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Eric, stop. No. No. <laughs> no, no. It's, the most, it's the most villainous thing you've ever done. <laughs> your your revolver is now a dubstep gum. You just pull the trigger. Oh, no. <laughs> People still listen to dubstep, right? Yeah, probably. Anyways, Zelda called her family, and we had a really great cameo from Rosa, right? Rosa. Yeah. 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 And uh, Zelda uh, guided Rosa through the family library. Somewhere I don't think Rosa has spent a lot of time. And they did a little research together. And they found out that uh, marsh mummies, you know, if they're not wet and soggy or moist. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're just um, dripping wet. I mean, just moist as can be. Sodden. It, they're, they're just a wet ass person. <laughs> oh, wow, Ray. No. I, I was trying to keep some. Yeah, no, it's fine. I was going to make that joke. <laughs> That's why I'm mad. Because <laughs> it got stolen from me. Uh, so, yeah. Basically, as long as he's not moist, there's a good chance that you could, like, ignite him to burn him. Or if you sever the bond between him and the person who resurrected him. And then, you know, to find out, like, what all he could do is, you know, you find out he's super strong and that he may have some control over water. But, you know, that remains to be seen. Man, you have to wish he was not a saltwater marsh and he's a freshwater marsh. Right? Yeah. That... Yeah. He just, like, holds his hand out and he's like, fuck no, this is saltwater. Then goes over <laughs> to the freshwater area. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Quick, somebody somebody push the button on, on the water fountain. Yeah, now you're in trouble. <laughs> Throwing the old, like, bits. Ah, 
Our, our secret stop. weapon is just osmosis. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, before you all left, um, Jackson said he wanted to come along, and Tammy Joe convinced him that he needed to go with Merlin and try to find Eric. And uh, Jackson had chosen a weapon. Ooh. Yeah, really special axe. You could almost say he got a new Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Poor Laura. That that pun was shit, but Laura do, Laura's not dismayed. She's just confused. Yeah. Buffy's a chosen. Right? We all yeah. in agreement Aww. Buffy is obviously a chosen. Oh yeah, she she is like as, where that yeah. comes from. Exactly. Yeah. I mean so is so is whatever her name is, Sarah Miguel I can't say Michelle. Michelle. Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sarah we, Michelle. You know I love it. Sarah Miguel. <laughs> Sarah Miguel. I don't know. That's, really that's my next monster of the week character, Sarah Miguel. I don't know. I, I just thought it was her name for ages. Alrighty. So, Zelda and Tammy, you pull up to the Jupiter Hollow Aquarium. So you walk in, and Trisha, who owns and runs the aquarium, is there at the desk, and there's like placards and merchandise for. The mascot, Miss Crab, who has won the Jupiter Hollow Beauty Contest, much to Trisha's dismay. But she sees you and she smiles pleasant. She's, she's like, hi, welcome to Jupiter Hollow Aquarium. How can I help you? Quick, 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 quick point of clarification. Is 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 Miss Crab a, a, a human or a just, just named Miss Crab? Or did an actual crab from the aquarium run the win the beauty contest it was an actual crab from the aquarium who who won the beauty contest yes i love it i love it okay <laughs> uh, i think uh zelda's like uh just just uh just going for uh like uh, a, a regular visit gonna go meet some friends enjoy the aquarium <clears throat> just regular stuff oh well wonderful wonderful that'll be uh ten dollars each I, I i got you honey it's all right <laughs> uh, while it's not part of my uh you know go go bag yeah no cover both of us and um you know what honestly we have another friend um who is just following after us kind of a hoping to have kind of a group meet up actually maybe i'll just go ahead and pay ahead for them too you know little surprise oh okay um i can go ahead and write uh just what's their name well, here, I'll just give you descriptions of each of them, all right? Um, and Tammy Joe will describe Eric. Okay, she'll write down, like, Eric's description. Okay. Drake. What if you bring up Drake? She's like, oh, they're already here. Oh, all right. Well, I'll pay them back some other time then. Okay. Uh, is there anybody else I should be aware of? Uh, No, no, I think that's Ta no, it. Tam Tam Tammy. Uh-huh. Jackson would come, come, come with Eric. I told him not to. He, she saws it. Tammy, he, Jackson's gonna come. I I know this. Um, I can maybe talk to you a little later, but I can tell you for sure he's coming here, and you can't stop him. Oh well, for heaven's sake! All right, and Tammy will give a description of Jackson as well. It's so adorable. You guys think we're gonna legally get into this aquarium? <laughs> <laughs> Covering the angles. I'm, I'm, yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
Jackson's just like, what do you mean, dude? I could just pay our way in. And Eric's like, no, no. We don't pay when we could break in. Exactly. I, I, I have an in with the with one of the keepers. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, I gotta go find Drake, Tammy. Oh, oh, all right. I'll um. So why why would you want to keep somebody from coming in? I I'm, I'm confused. Oh oh no, it's just my nephew. He's supposed to be studying for a big exam. Oh yeah yeah, I understand. Midterms are are a big thing. Absolutely, you know, and he's he's. Wonderful, wonderful boy, but he, um, uh, well, he did suffer a concussion um, a few days ago, and, um, you know, it just sort of set him back a little bit. It's been a little bit hard to study. You know, you're not supposed to, like, focus on, like, a screen or anything for a few days, I Mm, guess, after a concussion. And, you know, it's understandable he wants to have fun with his friends, he wants to have outings, but I told him, you really, you gotta, you gotta stay home and and just study at the pace that worked for you right now. And, and... Um, yeah, we're just gonna continue in that strain for yeah. a while. Um, I'm, I'm not even gonna make you roll manipulate because, like, that's that's a great cover. Luckily, he had another concussion to counteract the previous concussion. Now he's now he's also <laughs> just like knocked it back into place again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. TV Re- logic. Restart. Yeah. 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 The whole time she's like doing the stream of talking too. She'll just be looking. I, I feel like she, like she's definitely been to the aquarium before. I feel like she was probably involved in this beauty contest situation as as like the marketing adjunct to Mayor Best. <laughs> yeah. But just like Absolutely. seeing, just kind of look around, like see if anything looks out of place or unusual in any way and like what kind of the visitor situation is that day. All right. You can roll either read a bad situation or investigate a mystery. Okay, yeah. I'm going to read a bad situation. And like, you know, it's not necessarily a bad situation yet, but it seems like it like says you. Could be at any moment. So, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you're in the middle of a powder keg ready to blow or anything. No. No, of course not. No, oh, that's a fail. That's a 5. Uh, everything looks okay to you. Okay, cool, cool, great. I will give you the description of what the place looks like. Like, if you were to look at this from, from skyward, it almost kind of looks like a key. So the main part of the aquarium is a long hallway that goes down. And each section area, like, has a different focus. Like, the first one where we come in is, like, barnacles and horseshoe crabs and all that kind of thing. The next one is, like, octopi, squid, like, mollusk and such. The one after that is kind of, like, the freshwater animal room. So you got, like, um, otters and, like, maybe, like, salmon, gar, like, stuff like that. Um, and then, like, on the right side, at this point, like, you would see there's a large uh, sea turtle exhibit. And then, like, if you go on a little bit further on down, there's an area that's kind of like a, a coral reef there. And, you know, they have the Nemo fish and the Dory fish and, like, just stuff you would normally see, like, jellyfish are there. And then on the left side, like, there's an area where there are, like, regular, like, freshwater turtles. And, like, it's got, like, a sign posted for where you can feed them and stuff like that. And then the next room is kind of like this big spacious area. And in the center is this tank that um, is a petting tank. And there are 
stingrays that are going around that you can just reach your hand in and pet. Um, and then at the very end is like an area that like it's got this big like viewing area. So it's sometimes sold out as a sort of um, like venue. Okay. So like, you know, uh, usually like the local Jupiter Hollow High, like both like have their prom here at the aquarium. And like this would be where you could sit at um, because it has a great view of this massive shark tank and in kind of a route that goes like beside this this room. It leads you inside of a walkthrough tunnel that makes you feel like you're standing there in the shark tank. Cool. I'm, I'm basing this off of the Jinx Aquarium in Tulsa, which has this tank, and it's like one of my favorite exhibits ever. Love it. I I, I think as as Tammy's kind of taking a look around, uh, Zelda goes, "Okay, so here's my thought, Tammy. Um, I'm gonna be real visible. I'm gonna walk through people visible. I think if maybe." You could kind of stick uh, to the sides. I don't know if he, he probably assumes you might be coming, but he doesn't need to know where you are. And maybe if he can find where Silas is, I'm going to keep Richard talking. And and I, I don't know how that's going to go, but I think maybe you can minimize some damage. And that's what the Midnighters are going to do too. And maybe at least we can keep Dr. Rockwell uh, distracted until Mia and the Ninth Dream show up and, I don't know what's going to happen after that, but um, we'll see. Yeah, I think that's a fine idea. Um, and I, well, um, you're good at strategy, Tammy. I need, I need, I need Tammy's strategic brain because you can assess the situation and you can handle people real, real well. And I, I think that might be uh, the best. Thank you, honey. Um, there are, well, I've shared my concern before about innocent bystanders. I, um, I hope very much that Professor Rockwell doesn't do anything that would endanger people. I think he's thus far, well, he's done some pretty spectacular things, but they, they've all been in places where, or times that, you know, it was kind of just us, not a big crowd but that said i i think he's capable of anything i think you're probably right i think he would take us all out if he could that's why i'm going to be visible and and it, maybe you and um i wait uh one second and she'll take out her phone and she'll text drake okay what do you text drake here period remember to protect the innocence period have the person who broke your phone here. They're going to help as well. Period. Uh, send. You get a response that says, feels oddly better knowing she's here. <laughs> <laughs> Eyes on Dr. R at Ray Tank. She'll just send back. I'm going to talk with him. Everyone else stay back and keep an eye on everybody else. Our main goal is keeping everyone else safe. Don't worry about me. I'll be fine. Buried. And sent. Okay. And she'll tell Tammy. About the connect and actually, I think she'll show the message. Oh. That's, that's, that's uh, yeah. I, I think you, you're working on your relationship. Um, And then I think uh, <laughs> Zelda will just take a breath. She'll check her 
She has her whole kit out. She has her... There was not a metal detector at the aquarium, correct? No. No, there was not. Fantastic. Okay, so she's got her, her brass knuckles on. She has her sweater full of throwing knives. Um, You know what? She did not bring the shotgun. She thinks that might be more dangerous than helpful. And she's hoping this doesn't come to this. Um, But she's prepared. And she takes a breath. And she, she heads... She says over to Dr. Rockwell, just straight, not trying to hire anything, just a determined walk. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you see Dr. Rockwell, like he's wearing his typical like college wear. Like he's got a button up shirt that's, it may be opened up a little too much and like you can see his chest hair. He's one of those guys. But like he's at the the ray tank and his hands in the water and like, you know, he's he's petting a ray that's like, you know, like being the little sea puppy they are, like playing with his hand and whatnot. And uh, whenever you approach, he says, you know, I hope to do this sooner than now. And, but at the same time, I really hope we wouldn't have to do this at all. I think she approaches. I think she'd like to be on the opposite side of the tank. Okay. To look over. I, is, it's, I assume it's not a giant. It's, it's enough of a tank that like it's. It's about a 10 foot tank, I'd say. Yeah, so like a ten foot circular tank. Yeah, it could be on the other side. Um, first, she looks. Is there anyone else in the room? Yeah, I mean, there's like casual goers. You can see Larry's in the room with you. I'd say that's like the most notable person that would be in there. Right, right. Drake, you can see is in the venue room by the Shark Tank. Mm. If you want to try to get eyes on Silas or anything like that, I'm gonna have to ask you to to do a roll for that. I think right now she was just concerned about just that that room right now because she's kind of okay leaving Silas right now to like Tammy and the other Midnighters because she wants to focus like completely on Dr. Rockwell right right now. That's that's where she is right now. That that might change. So I think she goes over to the other side so she can just you know, watch him and, and like look at look him in the eye. And she's like, I didn't want to do this at all. I didn't think we'd have to. But I thought you were somebody else. Um, but I know who you are now. Yeah, I get that. I understand. And from the outside, you would probably think me a madman. I don't think you're mad. I think you've let grief make you into a monster. Grief? Grief. No, this isn't grief. And he looks up at you. He says, this is hope. You might not understand it. You probably have spent most of your life focusing on yourself and getting you where you are in your career. And that's great. But I didn't always have that. I didn't always have the best life. And Rebecca saved me from that. She, she saved me from the ninth dream and we came here and we made a life and, you know, we, we made a life together and I lived a life that was worth a damn. And it was the happiest I ever was. And then fate or whatever struck and stole her from me. God saw us in, in our joy and our splendor and said, fuck that. And took her from me in the cruelest way imaginable. She just died, just dropped dead and there was nothing I could do. I just watched as she fell 
without an explanation. And that couldn't be the end. Somebody like her, she's too extraordinary just to just to leave like that. So I did what I could. I found I found a ritual that I I, I got into the occult, I understood. And with my my knowledge of the ninth dream and of Mia and the history of this town, I found it. I found the way to bring her back perfectly. You might not get that, you may not understand, but that's the most important thing to me in the world, is bringing her back. I guess I have bad news for you, because she doesn't want to come back, and she definitely doesn't want to talk to you. You, You're only getting half the story, you're only getting half the picture of it, You're, you're only getting half of her. And he holds up his hand, and he's got his wedding ring. Her soul is in two pieces. I'm not talking about her soul. I'm talking about what she wants, and you have not heard a word she said. You don't care about what she wants. You only care about what you want, to the point that you cause that exact same tragedy to other people. What do you think about Matt Godlewski's family felt? What do you think Cecily felt until she was taken by it, too? And Doug, whose only crime was being their friend. Did you choose them on purpose? Did you choose Matt because he was my student? Because how did you get to make that decision whose death was worth somebody else and their life? It, it wasn't my decision. I didn't want anything to happen to my students. I mean, Matt was in my class too. So you're not even in control of this. You have all these grand plans about bringing back this grand love, and you're not even in control of it. It was a mistake. Silas made a mistake. And, yeah, it was, it was costly. But I tried to bring him back. I, I tried to bring him back to normal, and it didn't work. And then it worked too well. And I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought that, you know, if I just had one artifact, that I could, I could make this whole thing work and bring him back. And, and I was wrong, but... Once I get it all together, you know, I, I, I could have brought him back. And yet you kept doing things and making more mistakes and causing more pain and destruction. And Rebecca, would Rebecca want any of this? Do you actually know your wife? I know her a lot better than you. I don't think you do. At least not now. And I don't think you care what she actually wants. And that's why... You're the monster, not the hero of this story. I think I'm the hero, and that's a very weird position for me to be in, but I think we might have a chance to stop you from hurting anybody else, and I don't think you can stop. I don't think you can stop anymore. Rebecca said you probably can't stop. I don't want to have to do anything permanent, but also I can't let anybody else get hurt by your own hubris. I'm going to put it to you like this. You can die trying to stop me. Or you can get out of the way and just give me the artifacts. And I can prove to you that this is what Rebecca wants. That whenever she comes back, she'll be so grateful and thankful and we can have our lives back. You said you knew how I grew up. And you think you knew where I come from. But I can tell you right now by what you just told me, you don't. 
I'm absolutely willing to die for this. And I know what I would do is much more what Rebecca wants than what you think she does. If you're going to cause destruction in, in the name of love, it's not love. And I will never give you the artifacts and I will never give you the ring. I was really hoping that you'd understand. But if that's the path you choose, so be it. And uh, he's going to pull out a gun and he's going to take a shot at you. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, does it ignore armor? Uh, no. I mean, it's it's a normal bullet. Okay. But yeah, if you're going to take that, that's two harm. Uh, invincible uh, always counts as having two armor. So if she'll just take it and stare back at him. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so he fires the shot and screams erupt and people start like running around in a panic. And you hear the voices of like Victoria Noonan and you hear Larry and Lawrence guiding like, all right, y'all come this way. Come on, everybody to the exits. Yes, yes, hurry along, please. You don't want to be here to see this. And the area starts closing out. Tammy Joe. So you said you said there was a like a freshwater turtles room? Yeah. There was sort of, there's sort of the room like before. Yes. If there's one place that Tammy Joe thinks a marsh mummy would hang out, it's with freshwater turtles. That just makes sense. <laughs> you know, that's not what I had been thinking, <laughs> but I really love that. Yeah, so. This is the only thing that makes sense. I love it. Oh. Yeah, no, I really like that. So she wouldn't be close enough to be able to hear what was happening with Zelda and Rockwell, but like the next room down so that any, if there were raised voices or anything, she could maybe start to hear or a gunshot. Yeah. Yeah. So like as you get into that room, you see there's somebody standing there like kind of in the corner and it's a uh, not a very like large figure, but definitely taller. And he's wearing a, like, big trench coat and a big hat. But the closer you get, you see, like, this bony, gaunt hand with this tanned skin. That's, the hand itself is, like, wrapped in a sort of, like, just bandage. But he's, like, like petting a turtle. Like, something very mundane. <laughs> but... Like, you're, like, slowly getting closer, and you hear the gunshot go off, and people scream and run, and he doesn't move. He doesn't flinch whenever he hears the gunshot. Like, you may have even jumped whenever you heard it because you weren't expecting it. Mm -hmm. But just as off-putting as it is, he seems very relaxed and at home. Of course. Before the gunshot, Tammy Joe has just been standing still near the entrance of the room, just observing Silas, looking at, you know, we know, we know he's, we know he's very strong. We know he may or may not be moist. Um, we know he, he has a very high threshold to pain. Just looking at him and, and, and thinking through all that. I think as soon as the gunshot goes off, she knows Drake and the other Midnighters are supposed to be the ones taking 
you know, taking care of getting innocence out of the way. But she's still, if, if, if Silas doesn't turn around at that, she'll sort of take a minute still and step back into the hall and look around, sort of glancing back and forth between Silas and the hallway and making sure that people are, people do seem to be moving out of the way effectively, or if there's something she needs to do to intervene there. Mm-hmm, okay. Like if you're there in the hallway, Silas is going to turn his head and like look at you and you get a really good look at his face now just with its like hole in the cheek and gaunt features and just milky white eyes looking at you. And he grinned and he says, you know, I really wish I could have taken you at your prime. (laughs) He turns his head and his neck cracks. And then he starts running towards you or at least he starts moving at you at a faster pace. Okay. Um, when he says at at uh, at your prime, Timmy Joe, she was already coming into this pretty resolved, but that just like okay, okay, Silas, true, truly, truly, fuck you. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah, I mean, she just she sort of squares up and sets her shoulders, and as he starts as he starts walking towards her, she will also start stepping towards him, just very deliberately. And she's positioning herself like, I mean, she, she's like moving towards him slowly in such a way that it's not like I'm rushing at you, but like I am showing you that I am coming to meet you, but also like staying between him and the doorway. And I think this probably activates the delightful mundane move. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's why you were charging. Okay, I get, I get you. <laughs> I see what you're doing. Uh, yeah. So that's what, whenever you charge into immediate danger without hedging your bets, hold two. You may spend your hold to inflict one harm, reduce someone else's harm by one. Or take plus two forward on act under pressure roll. All right. Why don't you go ahead and uh, roll protect someone? Because I feel like that's that's what you're doing. Mm, yeah, yeah. By trying, trying to keep him contained, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Give him the good old marple shoulder, just like the <laughs> nephew. Yeah. <clears throat> that's where Jackson learned it. Okay. She's got a plus one to tough now, so you know. It's not the worst. That's an eight. All right. On a seven and nine, you protect them okay, but you'll suffer some or the whole, all of the harm they were going to get. <gasps> yeah. So, like, you come charging towards Silas, and as you get close to him, he just almost effortlessly just shoves you with both hands, and you go sprawling into the hallway, but above the crowd. And you sort of like just smack the wall above the the exhibit right across the hall. And you hit the wall like above that and like you fall to the ground and you take three harm. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember he has that super strength. Oh yeah. All right. 
Oh, okay. The Marple shoulders are maybe dislocated now. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. I don't have any armor or anything in this form. No, I don't. I'm going to go ahead and reduce someone's harm suffered by one. And use one of those holds there. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, if she, if <laughs> lady going flying into wall is possibly an eye catching thing. So if anybody, if anybody sort of looks her way when this happens, she's going to like motion them. Keep, keep going out exit exits exits to the back exits to the back i'm all right yeah and i think like even surprisingly drake daily like moves in and is guiding the crowd around you so you don't get trampled oh thank you drake <laughs> well, their relationship is like really progressing in a lovely way oh don't, don't look too into it you're our ace in the hole <laughs> So do the scary face and take care of things. Don't don't look too much into it. I'm I still get insurance from you destroying my phone. So I need you to give me your contact details. Really now, Drake? Right now? Yes. Right this now, is important. Right now. They're very focused. Yes, you owe me a phone. I'm gonna make sure you live. And that and that was that was a college phone. Like I got that with the college's funds for my Aww. report. And at that point, that's like when, you know, Silas shows up, it's like, you know, we'll deal with this later. <laughs> uh, Eric. Oh, I see. It's what I get for talking too much. Uh, hi, teacher. Yeah. <laughs> so you're running through the woods. Boing, boing, boing. I need you to roll act under pressure. Of course. Cause, oh, God. If I get eaten by a fox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a rascally rabbit. That's a 10. Okay. So the environment around you starts changing rapidly. And it looks like it's all on fire and smoke is billowing around you. But like you even feel something trying to grab at you, but it's what? you just keep what? slipping away. Run, rabbit, run. <laughs> Are you going to look behind you? No, I know what <laughs> it is, Ray. Hop, 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 hop. <laughs> All right, well, the, the camera like, <laughs> does this pan from behind Jackalope Eric, and it kind of rotates around him, and you see this large, dark silhouette with unnaturally long arms and long legs. Hop, 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 It just keeps reaching out towards you, trying to grab you with its big, dark hands no 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 hop 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 and it just has like these eyes that are orange and blazing with fire oh i don't know megan i don't know what's happening <laughs> i do it's 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 obviously mr friend but hop 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 <laughs> now eric i didn't say you could leave hop 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 um, why don't you roll luck for me? Oh, you know I have really bad luck. I've used up so much of it. I know. Well, I rolled a 10 flat. How does this work for luck again? Oh, okay. So the way with luck is you take however much luck you have. Okay. Divide it by two and round down. So one. So yeah, you're jumping and evading these large hands, but they're getting closer and closer. 
and then silhouetted in the sky above, you just see it almost seems like an angel with wings and the humanoid figure. And it swoops down and a Sasquatch with large eagle-esque wings flies in and just decks Mr. Friend and sends him sprawling backwards. And the environment around you changes back from the fiery appearance. Run away, run away, run away, run away. I know this seems repetitive. I'm go ahead and roll actor under pressure again to, okay. to see if you just book it out of there. Uh that's a four and a five. Uh so that's a nine plus two is a eleven. Very good. Yeah, so um whatever this fight is, like as you're like speeding on, like you see what looks like a white creature with just uh, a pair of legs for a body. Um, and it's like kind of inchworm walking and like kind of running. And then it just f- goes full tilt and it starts kicking at Mr. Friend. And um, see, I told you the Fresno you know, Nightcrawler could kick ass. It's all leg. <laughs> yeah, right? That's the only thing. That's um, the only way it can fight is literally. It's the only way it can. You see a gremlin in a Uncle Sam costume run past you. And it's just like, yeah, and it's got like a knife in hand and it just starts oh, stabbing at it. <laughs> yeah. And then you see like various other like kind of cryptids like moving in after Mr. Friend. Save me. Hop, 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 hop. <laughs> As you're like sprinting along, you see Deacon is is there like watching over like what's happening. And he looks like he's going to say something to you. But unless you stop, I think you're just nope. going to run right nope. past him. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> he's, he's, he's screaming in hair. <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. Hear a scream. <laughs> just for our podcast listeners, if you hear any gunshots in the background... That's not Foley. I I just it's it's that season here in Oklahoma. It's early on a Saturday. Why not? America. Fuck yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Lars. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for I love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> that's that's like the shaving a haircut thing, oh. but but for Americans. That and Bill Nye the Science Guy. Yeah. Bill 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 Nye oh, the boy. Science Uh-oh. Guy. <laughs> Those, those no, are don't have two time. sides of America. I, yes. I <laughs> hate it. I hate it. the science guy. I'll be about Frank. Someone made fun of me for having the same name as him. Aww. Uh, Zelda. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Richard just took a shot at you. Yeah. I, I think she just stares him down and she's like, you really don't know me. And I think the first thing she'd like to do is she'd like to. She wants to try to use magic to trap mm-hmm. a specific person because she'd like to keep him there. Okay, I need you to roll me act under pressure. Oh, fantastic. Cool. Oh, shit. All right. Oh, okay, though. No. Okay, uh, six, seven, eight with nothing. Yes, eight. <laughs> so on a seven to nine, you choose one. Either your use magic roll gets a minus one, or the next attack deals plus one harm from Richard. Okay, so she'll have that use her ma- effect of magic then. Okay, yeah. 
Go ahead and roll to use magic. That too. Yeah, cool. Okay. All right. All right. That's good. Okay. So that is eight. Eight. Okay. Uh, on a 79, go ahead and choose the glitch. Uh, I don't mind. It's of short duration. So you use this spell and your pink kind of glittery magic yeah. that, that I love so much mm. comes out of your fingertips, right? think it's very much like molding it with her hands yeah so as this energy goes out you see it like get vacuumly suctioned to this locket around richard's necks oh and as you see it's the amber thought ah she very specifically see okay okay but like your spell does go off but it's being influenced by it okay so he's so you're in place though for a little bit. For a little bit, yeah. Hmm. Um, when they're held in place, are they immobile or just like how how does that affect? You tell me, what are you trying to do? Uh, she'd love to get that amber thought. Okay. Yeah. You can go ahead and try. Okay. Uh what would I roll for that? I think that cause she's just watching and she just saw it partly sucked in and goes, Oh, okay. All right. That's uh it's an interesting play, but it wasn't unexpected. And he kind of sort of nods his head towards the shark exhibit. Mm-hmm. And stepping out of the shark hall is Mr. Sparks. Mm-hmm. And he says an incantation and the tattoos on his body light up. And he fires lightning at you. Okay. You can either try to combat that or she's very focused on trying to get the amber thought okay because she figures if she has it that is protection for her and not protection mm-hmm. for rockwell that's smart roll actor under pressure then see if you can evade this attack uh i have a question yeah could i use luck yeah yeah you can use luck anytime as long as you have it i will add, oh yeah oh yeah uh, uh, zelda has held on to luck pretty well <laughs> Oh, no. So I would feel like she digs in real deep, and whatever part of her is chosen one, that le- that's still that little bit of Wardwell in her. Between that and her training, she becomes very focused in a dangerous situation, and she doesn't even worry about the lightning. I think her entire thing is, if I get the amber thought, I get, like, this. this is, if I get this, this, ch- this shifts stuff. So she just okay. focuses it completely, no matter what happens, She's going to try to grab it. Okay, yeah. You go ahead and use luck. And so he fires this lightning. It's almost as if, like, your magic just moves in a way, like, naturally. So there's this pink glitter that just deflects the lightning. (laughs) More people are seeing this. And it just veers off. And, yeah, it it hits a light and light explodes. And there's sparks everywhere. Not to be confused with Mr. Sparks. (laughs) So much sparks. And you just, like, move in and almost, like, slide across this glass tank edge. Yeah. And (laughs) you just snatch the amber thought right off of Richard's neck and, like, yank on the the, uh, necklace that it's on. And you now have the amber thought. Beautiful. I think for now, I'll tell you, her plan, would she'd love to get this to Tammy because she does know Tammy is facing Silas. But right now, now that Mr. Sparks has also shown up, she would put it around her neck. Okay. All right. Yeah, you have it on. And Richard breaks out of the hold. And he's going to turn around and 
try to pistol whip you. Uh-huh. What are you going to do? Hmm. I would love for her to try to meet that with her brass knuckles. Like, if she can see that, she would love just to kind of, like, if she can kind of, like, uh, uppercut as it's coming towards her. Uh, that's that's so fucking badass. Roll, kick some ass. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, where's... Okay, okay, be cool, be cool, Dice, be cool, be cool, be cool, be cool, be cool, be cool. Seven. Seven. Okay, on seven and nine, you exchange her. Hold on. Uh, fair enough, fair enough. That actually <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> she's, she's literally punching a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you want to punch the well, gun? I, I thought you were trying to uppercut him. Well, I, my, my imagination was... You know, she's kind of going up through the gun and aiming it towards his like face or but like that. Her plan was if she could use the gun against him, at least keep it away from her. But you aim for the gun, but you you miss. Like he's right. moving a little bit faster than you anticipated because you thought he was held. Right. But he also wasn't anticipating you trying to punch the gun, and so I think you both kind of Rocky style hit each other. Yes. At the same time, so he hits you with the gun, and it's just it's to harm. Uh, I'm not gonna. Does Invincible still soak that? Does it soak yeah. every time? Oh God, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So, so she just smiles at him. Yeah, as he hits you with the gun, and then you just uppercut him with. Yep. Is it the ward or the well? Let's see here. Uh, it's the well. <laughs> yeah. So you you just punch him with the well, and it hits him like right through his his bushy beard, and hits him in the jaw, and sends him sprawling backwards into the. Uh, the ray tank and the the rays like all like Eat like him. swim out of the way. <laughs> mm. No. <laughs> I, I like to imagine that Zelda it's like an anime battle where he's just like shooting at Zelda yeah. and it's just like boom and just looks down and then looks back at him and he's just tried to pistol whip her and succeeds and she just like turns like it's not the best you go. <laughs> just like yeah, yeah. the, the magic can, girl anime me. has turned into some serious like the, yeah, the anime exactly. has shifted. It has nice, mm-hmm. nice Tammy. So by this point, most of the people have have cleared out of the room or out of the the hallway, and Drake is standing there next to you and probably helping you up if you'll allow it. I, I will gr- gratefully. I'll, I'll I'll pat I'll, I'll I'll sort of pat their arm, gratefully as they do so. Yeah, yeah. You you still owe me a phone. Let's, let's not forget the important thing. Honey, as many as many phones as you want after this. And Silas is just like making his way towards you all, like not even caring about the people who've just like ran past. Like okay. his focus is on y'all. Okay, I am. Uh, as as Drake helps Tammy up with her other hand, she reaches into her purse and pulls out the the brightly glowing nine millimeter. <laughs> I love it. And it feels it feels honestly like like the obviousness of it is an advantage right now. <laughs> you just yell, you shall not pass and just fire. <laughs> but, but as you fire, it's going, let's go, Barbie, let's go, Barbie. Ha, 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 as the bullets are smacking into him. <laughs> Nye is the real villain of this episode for putting that in our heads for the entire rest of the weekend. Oh. Yeah, no, she pulls out she pulls out the gun very obviously, very brandishingly. And and she's just gonna point it straight at Silas and say, I've 
I've made deals to get what I thought I wanted. And I'll tell you, what I thought I wanted was... It was good for a long while. Until it wasn't anymore. And I figured out that the deals I had struck had been had been manipulating me the whole time. I think you're in a similar position, Mr. Silas. You got life returned to you, but at what at what cost? What what kind of life is this that you're leading now and what is it that you think all those highfalutin fellas in there and she nods towards the venue room what do you think use they're gonna have for you once they finish what they're doing see that's where your approach is all wrong you're talking to me like I'm a man I've always been a goddamn monster and he reaches under his coat and he's gonna pull his gun on you all right. I'm I'm going to I'm going to try to shoot at him before he can. Yeah, let's let's have an old old west shootout. Roll kick some ass. A 6. Uh, oh no. Uh, does, does enchanted help that at all? It does not. No. <laughs> it just helps with the harm. <laughs> um, I I'm trying to think of a way like Drake would help, but I don't think uh, unfortunately, I don't think Drake can be any help in this situation. That's that's okay. That's okay. They could steady the gun. <laughs> <laughs> just get it. Just give you th- yeah, just like one, you know. I, I don't think Drake would think of that, though. Ah, yeah. Their no, keen journalistic okay. eye. <laughs> <laughs> their keen journalistic <laughs> eye for how to shoot. Look, if it was Larry, absolutely. He'd be right there. <laughs> like, I saw this on the YouTube. Oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I don't think so for uh yep. for Drake. Yep. Yeah. You you think you have the upper hand in this moment. Um, because you have your gun drawn and it's pointed right at him. And he's like reaching like cross drawing, which is something you should never do if you're a gunfighter, I guess. But yeah, he draws this magnum and fires at you and plugs you for three harm. <laughs> and uh I think Drake's like sees you like take the shot and they yell Zelda Tammy's in trouble. I'm going to use my other hold from what could go wrong to reduce one of those. So I take two harm. Phew. She just just maybe, 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 maybe even like like leans leans on Drake for a second to like throw her balance some like a unexpected direction. Yeah. All right. All right. Eric. Hello. You are like absolutely booking it through the woods. Hop, 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 hop. <laughs> you're, you're moving so much faster than you normally would be running. Where do you go in town? Away. Like like in a direction. Uh, the, the direction that is away from the, all that mess behind him. Okay. Like I'm just trying to like get like what would Eric think would be a good spot to go to. He's in rabbit brain mode. A, a small corner to hide under while he thinks. All right, I like this. I think... Because hares don't dig burrows. They just 
lie in a small ditch. You you find somewhere that you think is safe, like it's in a corner. But really, you're in an alley by a dumpster, and the camera we just see Jackson um, in a car with Merlin, and Merlin just says, "Wait, stop!" And Jackson hits the brakes, like in the middle of the road. He's like, "What?" And he's like, "He's near." What do you, what do you like near here? Yes, I could I could sense him. He's near us. And Jackson's kind of like looking around and he's like, I don't see any person. And Jackson kind of pulls to the side and gets out of the car and is looking around. Can I see Jackson? Yeah, I think you could see Jackson and he's got he like he's got an axe like on his hip, like in a holster. But he's also like holding Merlin in his arms. Okay, let me try this. Jackson! Jackson's head turns. Eddie looks at him. He's like, hey, uh, Merle? <laughs> yes. Is is it just me or is that that rabbit talking to us? I believe it's more of a hair, but yes. It's me, Jackson. It's me. It's, it's, it's Eric. You're, you're a hair? I'm a you... jackalope. I'll have you know. I'll turn back into Eric. <laughs> okay. Um, I, how did you, how did you even do that? And Merlin's like, it's actually quite simple to shape change. It's, I used to do it often. Uh, of course, I didn't call it uh, shape changing. I called it wild shaping because I would turn into a wild animal. But I digress. Jackson okay. and Merlin are the team tech team. I didn't know I needed. <laughs> they are really good together. I actually envy how good they are together. Very good. Brain and brawn. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. So... Yeah, hi guys. What's uh, what's going on? Uh, there's no time to explain. We need to go to the aquarium. And Jackson just tosses you, Merlin. Uh, oh, okay. Why? We and runs to the, to the car and he's like, "Get into the car. Hop to." I... <laughs> ha ha ha. Okay, yeah, I'm getting in the car. What what is this all about? Jackson like like peels out and like does like a U-turn. So Zelda and Tammy Joe are fighting Rockwell, and uh, I'm pretty sure that God, what's his name? The thief. Silas, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's going to be there too. And Zelda's got it in her head that she needs to kill, kill Silas. Oh, okay, right. So we're we're killing. Okay, okay, wow. Okay, this is a lot to. I've been through a lot today. Okay, and okay. So we're going to the aquarium to stop the bad guys, right? Did they use my plan, Merlin? Yeah, they uh, they called him in, and um, it seems like the night dream is going to show up at any minute. Whew. Okay. Okay, we can do this. They can do this. We're just going to make sure that none of the fish die. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Wait. I have an idea. What? What's your idea? Can we cut away while I message Ray what my idea is? Because I want it to, to be a surprise of what Megan and Laura see. Okay. 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 So while you all are driving as fast as you can through the city... So yeah, Zelda, you see Tammy Joe get shot by Silas. Okay. I think what she'd like to do, um, does she have a second to put her phone on speaker? You can if you want to do act under pressure. Mm. You know what? She's just going to hope that Snake is coming. <laughs> In her brain, she's like, where's the ninth dream? Does this cult not have clocks? Um, 
If if you want to trigger that, do a luck roll for me. Okay. I know we just described this. So first I, I roll I roll two dice. Yes. And then take your luck, like mm-hmm. how many luck you have. Right. And then divide it by two okay. and round down. Okay, so I'll have a plus two on this. Okay. That is seven, eight, nine. I'll say they will be here in the next round. Okay. Uh so in Zelda's brain, <laughs> she's like, hurry up. Because I can't keep this going much longer. But her plan is to try to keep this going until they show up. So so she sees Silas and she sees that Tammy. Okay. Um. Mm, mm, okay. You know what she's going to do? She doesn't want to get too close to Silas right now. And she's feeling pretty magic. So she's just going to try to use magic to basically inf- inflict harm if possible. She just wants to keep him away from Tammy. Okay. Yeah. Just And, and, and something very distracting. Like... All right, this is probably not going to go great. Distracting, like, arson? I mean, if something sets on fire, she's fine with that. Let's see, that is seven plus... Oh, shoot. Okay, seven, eight, nine. Hey, uh, your magic goes off, but it has a glitch. Hey, could the glitch be fire? Um, I mean, if you want to use it as a really problematic cool. side effect, right. as in, like, he he's on fire, but this fire spreads. What if I got set on fire? This is the second time you've done this in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, because she's thinking that then she can use that later. <laughs> she's going to give Silas a hug if she needs to. Aw, he really needs it. Uh, yeah, if if that's the route you want to go, yeah. She's avoided harm so far. So if Invincible doesn't cover the fire harm, that's okay. Yeah, I think this is a magic fire, so yeah. it's going to ignore armor. Okay. So, you know what? We could flavor this as you taking one harm. Okay, yeah, armor, yeah. Because that's one of the... Gl- yeah. I like that. Um, yeah, so your magic goes off, but I think with the Amber Thought there, it's still, mm. like, it's not used to this. Yeah. And so there's some blowback. Yep. And it's almost like the the spell, like, doubles in two different directions. Mm. And one of them hits you, and the other one hits Silas. Ah. And he lights up, like, his arm is on fire with this pink flame. <laughs> but also... Your arm is lit up oh. with this pink flame. It's like a mirror. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's a, it's a, Tammy, don't worry. I got this. This is fine. She looks at the fire. This is fine. Uh, don't worry about it, Tammy. It's okay. Uh, I'm sure the Calvary's coming. Uh, uh, honey, stick your stick your arm in the ray tank. Oh, wait. No, I know exactly where I'm going to stick my arm. And she goes running towards Silas. Arm out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Roll kicks some ass. Oh boy! Oh no! It's a, oh god! All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this is the one. Oh wait a second! Oh no! There's nothing to add to that, but that's a ten. It's a ten. It's a ten plus zero. You can choose one extra effect. Oh, okay. All right. Um, uh, I think actually, uh, I, I I would love for Zelda to be able to give a uh, plus one forward to Tammy right now. Okay. Because I think this is very much her trying to give Tammy time to think or recover and uh, basically uh, vamping for time, but in the most violent way possible. Yeah. Okay. That's the second time this week I've heard of heard vamping. And like, this yeah, is right? my first introduction to the word. It's a great word. <laughs> we were both um, there, I think. I think that's why I've got oh, it yeah, on yeah, the head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you do this. Yeah. Um... <gasps> She's like screaming, "Burn, Silas!" How much? How much harm does your your knuckles do? 
Oh, the breast. Uh, I th let me think. Here. Bum bum bum. The wait. Uh, they, they do. Uh, plus. Uh, it, it's one harm hand. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna attach. Um, like one for the fire too, and just like go off of that. I like to think it's Ward this time. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, you just hit him. Yeah. And she wants to push in if she can. Like if he's like dry oh. and sponge, she wants to. Ugh. Absolutely. Yeah. I love this. Dig so, yeah, in with you, the brass. Like, just punch in. Yeah. And like his coat like folds in as you're just tucking it into his inside. And uh, there's like a squelching and Ugh. there's goo oh, coming no. out of him. <laughs> um, but you're noticing like there's a surprising void inside of him. That's uh, oh, that's disconcerting. Oh, yeah. But yeah, um, you're stuck in him and he's. <laughs> I think he's going to grab your arm mm -hmm. and then just elbow ah. down on it, uh -huh. um, wrestler style. Yeah. And uh, you're going to take three harm. Oh, crap. Um, does any of that soak with Invincible? Yeah, two of it will. Okay. Oh, I mean, she's still, okay. She's still getting a little hurt, but she's okay. She's, um, since this did hurt a little, it's not quite the same. I'm not hurt face, but she's putting on a grimace. Yeah. Is that all you got? Uh. <laughs> I'm a ward will. Tammy, what you gonna do? All right. It's fine, Tammy. You just do your thing. Honey, that doesn't look fine. It's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> I have already pretty much decided what I'm doing next, whether it works well or not. But seeing that there's like a void in the middle of... Silas, mm -hmm. and he's not really solid. And she takes she takes in to like he's he's kind of falling apart all over the place. He's got like holes in his face and like things mm -hmm. hanging off, and like he's kind of hollow and squidgy in the middle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Zelda, who Zelda had faith in Tammy Joe that that Tammy Joe could could take. Silas, that Tammy Joe was the person to do this. Mm -hmm. And thus far, Tammy Joe hasn't been able to do anything to Silas. Mm -hmm. And instead, Zelda has come to rescue Tammy Joe again and has gotten herself hurt and stuck in this horrible monster, like, has, like, essentially has a hold of her now. Are you familiar with the concept of mom strength? Absolutely. Yes. All right. Tammy Jo is not a mom, but she is an auntie. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with the aunties. Don't mess with the aunties. Uh, what I took for my alternate weird move was no limits. Tammy Jo is seeing this and feeling this rage bubbling up and seeing Zelda trapped and in danger when we know... There are more threats out there coming for us. Tammy Joe is going to try to use that sort of opening Zelda has created in Silas's torso. In Silas's opening, yeah. And tear Silas's torso into. This is some straight God of War shit. I love it. Roll no <laughs> limits. <laughs> Yeah, I'm using a luck. 
hell mm. yes. Rent uh. him. Finish him. <laughs> yes. it's, I'd pay to have Tammy Joe in Mortal Kombat. That's, that's great DLC. <laughs> God, I just love that image of her fighting Scorpion, but like she's in that, you know, uh, realtor's best dress outfit. <clears throat> like alternate costumes can be like, you know, her her workout windsuit and love it. I love it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. She 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 like reaches seeing this happen. She like takes a deep breath. She looks around, still like seeing the chaos happening. And it's like, I the we 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 can't keep doing this. We have to like get her out of this now. And just like sort of reaches in around she still has she doesn't have claws anymore, but she does still have very long fingernails. And just like reaches in around Zelda's arm and tears Silas's abdomen open. Oh god. Okay, remind me, what does no limits uh do on the tin plus? Yeah, you can say, I mean, I mean, you can decide obviously what this does to him harm wise because this is not not necessarily intended to be a harm based move. When you push your physical body past its limits, roll weird on ten or more. Your body obeys your will to the limits of physical possibility for a moment. Um, so, so you know, he's not a regular person. Like he's already had pieces of him falling off and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I don't think Tammy even even like thinks this is just going to kill him the way it would kill a normal person. It's just like, I have to get Zelda out of this. And if it disables Silas in some way too, all the better. Yeah. Um, I really like that. Um, so yeah, you render him like apart and his basically from, I'd say like, Zelda almost got him like under in the ribs, like right under the arm. So basically from like the breast up, like you just render like that separate from the rest of his body mm-hmm. and toss him aside like effortlessly. And all that's left there is like legs and the bottom half of his torso. And then the legs just kind of hit the ground like knees first and then like fall over. Can we make the plus 10 thing that he knows fear for the first time in his existence? (laughs) Um, I think it's been well established that uh, (laughs) he feels all of the pain that happened and he absolutely feels all of this. And he yells out like in pain, like, yeah. And there's lots of horror goo just spewing out of his body. I, like, real Sam Raimi, Evil Dead 2-esque. I think Zelda's standing there with her fists still. And things are ripped apart from around it. And she just, fists still out, she just turns to Tammy and goes, See? I knew you could do it. And then looks at her, her goo-covered hands and starts wiping it uh, on her sweater. <laughs> Oh. D- Tammy Joe looks at her own her own hands, which are just as goop covered. Zelda offers her own sweater. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. T- Timmy Joe looks down for a moment at her own outfit, which does not yet have any gore on it, <laughs> and then gratefully accepts yeah. Zelda's sweater. Yeah. <laughs> Zelda's happy to help. Oh god. <laughs> Can both of you roll act under pressure for me real fast? Sure. 
Um, Zelda, you could take a plus one on this. Oh, cool. Okay, what is that? Oh, no, though. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Oh, God, that's still five. That's just still five. And, okay, and eight for me. Okay. Um, I'm going to give Zelda, you can have the opportunity to protect someone in this moment. Okay, yes. I roll for that? Okay. Yeah, go ahead and roll protect someone. Okay, all right, okay. Be cool, Dice. Be cool again. I, I know we just had a problem, but that's okay. We're friends. No, it's tough. Mm. Be tough, Dice. Be tough, Dice. See, I'm waking oh. up. <laughs> ah, it worked, though. Nine. So you all are, like, wiping off this disgusting yeah. goo, and a large fireball, like, goes for you, but because, Zelda, you're wearing the Amber Thought, yeah. the magic gets pulled from Tammy and hits you. <laughs> and you're going to take three harm. Oh, crap. Okay, and that's magic, huh? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. It is not ignore armor, though. Yeah. No, it's a fa- I'm just saying she takes it all is what I was just Yeah. So, yeah, you get hit with this fireball, and, like, the explosive force is enough to knock you both down. And if you turn and look, like Mr. Sparks is there and like his runes are lit up and he's like, now we're going to have some fun. Eric. Yes. Is plan is the plan in action or do you need me? Because I did roll. I sent you the roll. Yeah, you, you rolled off screen and or off recording and told me. So, um... I, I want you to go ahead and... Uh, Wait, but I want to say, just as we're getting, like, I'm saying, okay, stop the car, Jackson, and you're going to need to get on my back. I... <laughs> what? J- just do it, okay? It's going to make sense. It's going to look awesome if this plan works. Trust him. Trust him. All right, Merle. You, you haven't led me wrong in the very short time we've known each other. All right. And, uh, yeah, Jackson's going to stop, like, pull the car over and, like, parallel park. Okay. And, uh... Get out of the car. All right. <sighs> Got to limber up first. This is going to be a big one. All right. Okay. Okay. Andre, I want to do it. I want to. I want to do it. Describe it to me. Paint. Paint a beautiful picture with words. So your bottom half elongates. Yeah. Incredibly long. Your legs fuse together. Oh, it's anamorphs. Great. Y- yeah. Yeah. We're gonna go anamorphs. And you bend forward, and your face stretches, and there's bone curdling, like, and then, like, horns start forming out of your head, and your shirt rips as these bones start protruding out of your shoulder blades, and then more appear out of those bones, kind of branching out, and then webbed skin starts to cover them, and your hands start turning into claws. And you feel teeth springing out of your mouth. And then your body begins to get covered in scales. And uh, you have turned into a very long boy dragon. Yeah, long boy dragon. (laughs) All right, get out of my back, Jackson. I told you it was going to work. All right, all right. I. Oh, that's that's unsettling to see, but okay. Yeah, it hurt a lot, and we need to be quick. This is like holding in a wee to the to the bathroom. Like I, I can actually feel my soul holding this whole structure together. So uh, let's hope I can fly quickly. Yeah, and so Jackson's gonna hop on your back. Wings. And, uh, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna fly um, for this temporary period that you're shape shifted. 
I really shouldn't let you do this, but I fucking love it. Um, <laughs> because as you're flying, like in getting closer, because like you're going to get to the aquarium like super fast. But as you're descending down on the aquarium and um, there's a, a sunroof like you can get in from. But uh-huh. as you're going down, Jackson just throws up both arms and yells, Falcor! Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> and I roar. Yeah. And so are you going to go through the skylight? Yeah. Yeah. I would say like you would reasonably assume that something's going on because you can see people like pouring out of the aquarium. And <laughs> so Spark says, we're going to have some fun. And then Eric bursts through the skylight right above him and just lets out this roar. And he's like, you didn't tell me they had a dragon. (laughs) Can I roll? Oh, I have a fun thing because this doesn't break the rules. So for context, I did make a rule. I can't use it for combat purposes. I I think we've made the decision that it's like all physical. Like it is like holding the toilet. Like if someone shoots him, he's just going to pop back into Eric. Cause it's right. Yeah. Like, or, or holding that's... luggage, you know, when you're like, like physically, you're not actually like, you've got, I thought, I thought you meant if somebody shoots a toilet, it, something <laughs> happens. Magic is complicated. <laughs> like, yeah, I, mean, I mean, it breaks, I guess. Oh, sorry. Sorry. The no. loo. Yeah, no, I I'll use the, the, the okay. British uh, term. Yes. We, I say going <laughs> to the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I would like, but I figure this doesn't break our rule. Can I roll manipulate someone, Ray? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so he says, <laughs> he, he says in a, he says in hopefully what sounds like a deep draconic voice. Who has awakened my slumber with the use of the Amber Medallion? I, the great dragon of Jupiter Hollows, will destroy whoever wields it. Let us roll now. Oh, shit, I dropped my dice. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. This is the best god. fucking podcast ever. I don't care what anybody says. Okay, that's a six. Where's the other one? <laughs> oh, shit. oh, I have to. Uh, oh, Dragon has dropped dice because I got excited. <gasps> Why do you uh, only have two out. dice? It seemed like it was cool. I'll just roll the same dice again. <laughs> that is a five. I got a, uh, an 11, a 12. Wow. Sparks sees this and like he's backing away and he's like, nope, nope, she's got the amulet. And uh, he starts taking off. He starts heading out towards a sort of like, like staff only exit. Uh, Like it would lead back to a staff room. But the door pops open and Mia is at the forefront of it as Dagger and Huntress and Snake, and a bunch of other Ninth Dream peons start pouring through. And Mia's eyes are slitted, like the pupils are slitted like a snake. And her fangs are out. And she's like, vengeance will be mine. And next time on $2 Creature Feature. (laughs) Hey, you weren't seeing that coming, guys. I wanted it to be a surprise. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Nye. That was amazing. 